Hey, everybody, you have found the podcast Middle of Somewhere. I am Chad Daniels. Across from me is my co-host, Cy Amundsen. Normally, as you know, a podcast starts with a naming it and they tell everybody who's in the room and all that stuff. But this one is actually, this episode starts because Eric, the producer, randomly pulled an unwrapped raw hot dog out of a plastic grocery bag and I lost my shit. Yep. Hope you enjoy. You just pulled out a raw hot dog out of a fucking plastic shopping bag, like a a bag you'd get at Target. It wasn't in anything. You just pulled it out, and you kept looking at me and rustling around, pretending you were looking for something. Then I turned away just a little bit. So you, just to give the listeners context, producer Eric is in here eating eating a number of interesting things. One, just a bag of vegetables. He has a bird's eye medley Vegetable medley. Now, by the way, I need to tell you something. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister, when she graduated from nursing school, my grandmother, my mother, my two kids, and my sister went out to eat. And my sister ordered a vegetable melody. <laughs> she goes, and I'll take the vegetable melody. <laughs> and so I go, broccoli. And my mom went, cauliflower. And my old ass grandma went, carrots. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> You're also eating forkfuls of hummus, right? No, of guacamole. What? A forkful, not a spoonful. He, I, I assumed it was hummus because it's in a hummus-sized dish. Who eats guacamole just out of the dish? Yeah. Right before the mics turned on, he just pulled a raw hot dog out of. He pulled a raw hot dog out. Here's what was happening. He put. He was shuffling around in the bag. I was looking at the bag. He stared me down till I looked away. Beta. <laughs> right. I looked away. Beta. But I was baiting, <laughs> come on, you, because here's what you did. Then you pulled it out. I have fucking two kids. That's how they steal cookies. They sit and look at me and just fiddling around like, I can't find what I'm looking for. And then you, I look away, and then you pull your fucking raw hot dog out. You're so gross. And you were talking shit to me. I came in here, and I go, nice vegetables. It smells like asshole in here. And you go, svelte, svelte. And now you're pulling out a raw hot dog, you fucking hump. All right, hey, you guys. <laughs> This is the podcast we just started! I am Chad Daniels. Across from me is Cy Amundsen. Hello. No hot dogs. And over there, eating raw hot dogs and forkfuls of guacamole is Eric Foster. Can you imagine knowing that you're doing something so absurd in a room that, like, he knew he had to hide it from you? He was eyeballing me. I've seen that eyeball a million times where you stare someone down until they look away, then you can do your devious shit. No thank you. What is, I, I've, I've been on a lot of weird diets because of like back pain and things like you, that. Have you ever fucking seen Cy bring food I'm, somewhere? It's like <laughs> a backpack of food. Here's what he does. He has like berries and it's almost like. I feel like I'm switching to Eric's side here. No, but you, it's like you've just come out of the forest or some <laughs> shit. You have like a bunch of berries and then a fanny pack full of turkey or some shit. It's the weirdest <laughs> diet. And you just, you're constantly eating. Can I tell you the good news? I don't know that it's working. It isn't. <laughs> I don't know that it's helping anything. So this weekend, I, w- I was up at my parents' house. My brother lives two doors down, and I went over and we watched the Ted Bundy. Have you seen the Ted Bundy thing? I haven't, just because I like had read about it before. 
Because you knew the Ted Bundy story, there wasn't gonna... Yeah, I don't need to hear about it again. Yeah, it's not like, it's, as opposed to, and I'm not a big true crime guy, but it's not like forensic files where it's like, how'd they do it? There's, there was no mystery, it was just like, a bunch of, hey, this guy's bad It's like history, when somebody goes, I'm a history teacher, I I majored in history, like, cool, so you never have to fucking learn anything again? Your subject never changes? He, a lot of people talked about how handsome he was, and I don't know that he's... I don't know that he's handsome, Ted Bundy. He's like as far as serial killer goes. Yeah, yeah, he'd be a handsome. It's, it's, it's when people go like, "Hey, you're, you're kind of good looking for a comedian." It's yeah, like, thank you <laughs> yeah. so much. Yeah, like Ted Bundy would have been a hot ass <laughs> yeah. like grocer. Is it like? Is it because I'm dragging my foot through the snow? <laughs> is that why? Yeah, pretty good looking for a comedian. So I, I only like the only thing that I, so it was. Pretty uninteresting to me, but the only thing I landed on was his last meal. They talked about his last meal, and then I kind of became obsessed with last meals, and I started figuring out what all these famous killers' last meals were. And since that day, I've been trying to think about what my last meal would be. And I honestly, I can't decide. And I don't know if it's my issue with mortality, but I cannot pick a last meal. I guarantee whatever it is, it's coming in a backpack. <laughs> no, no, this is... Yes, it is. The rules are off the table. I'm going to die tomorrow. I don't have to worry about the autoimmune what do you mean protocol. The ru- oh, the autoimmune. Jesus Christ, you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry that some people have issues, Chad. I'm glad, I have issues. I'm glad... No. When I drive over railroad tracks, it takes two blocks for my back fat <laughs> to stop shaking. You don't think I have any... But I still... Guess what? I still don't fucking care a backpack of berries around like this a is dildo. Going, this, is, <laughs> this is going to be an unending theme on the show, so we need to address it right now to the audience because a lot of you who are fans of Chad are thinking, I didn't think he was that big of a fat tub. I'm not that big of a fat but tub, you but have I'm chubby. body dysmorphia. I'm chubby. You have body dysmorphia. The way you talk about your tits is the way a woman who's disappearing talks about her fat thighs. It's like the same shit. Well, fine. I don't care. What would your last meal be? Oh, my last meal. Well, first of all, let me, let me, I just looked this up. Hold on. This is my favorite last meal. Are you ready? And okay. you, you see if you guys can guess who it is. Uh, meatloaf, cornbread, mashed potatoes with gravy, okra, and peach cobbler. Um, it's not John Wayne Gacy. You're right. That it's not John Wayne Gacy. Correct. Well, here's the thing. This is not fair because I looked at a bunch of them. So I, go ahead. What if, what if this? He also requested to see a flicker show because it's something he'd never seen. What in the fuck is a flicker show? TV. Oh, I, dude, I thought it was like, get her in here and have her flick it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been too busy murdering folk. I ain't never seen a flicker show before. Now, this guy also didn't murder anyone. We find that out later. Is this the plot of the Green Mile? Yeah, it's John Coffey. <laughs> is that what it is? Yes. I fucking love John Coffey <laughs> so much. I was so doing a joke. That was fantastic. I love him. Well, everybody does. I that was the first movie. Not as everybody. It, well, that's a very good point. Thank Definitely you. not everybody. I there's a lot of these. Timothy McVeigh's was just two tubs of mint chocolate chip ice cream, and he just mowed that shit down. Hearing that makes me feel like I could blow up a building. <laughs> and I know that's harsh. I know a lot of lives, but I'm telling you, like that's probably what I would get. Except I would get, here's what I get. <laughs> I should show you this fucking bowl of ice cream. It was cookies and cream in a silver mixing bowl, by the way. Not Ugh. like a bowl. Don't, uh, me, berry boy. <laughs> it was cookies and cream on the bottom, 
If I'm Berry Boy, you're cookies and cream tits. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine if that was my stripper name? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, to the main stage, cookies and cream tits. I just think that should be the title of your next album is cookies and cream tits. You could have Reed Failer do a nice mock-up of it. (laughs) Your tits are just dripping cookies and cream ice cream. Fuck you, dude. And, but at the same time, your big fat jowls are trying to get it from the tit. Hey, you want to you want to come at my fanny pack? Come at it. I don't get this. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna leave your body out of it. Okay, please do, and I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I'm sorry that I went this far. No, I don't think you were. Anyways, uh, I think that so I had cookies and cream on the bottom, um, mint chip in the middle, and then I had uh, like a chocolate with peanut butter swirls. And peanut and uh, like a like a chocolate covered peanut butter cup, and in there, yep, boom, three layers. It was so fucking good. And if that's his, I don't know. Chad used to uh, when he was having working out and eating really healthy uh, back in the early days of our relationship, and he would have cheat day. His famous cheat meal was. <laughs> he would eat a a bowl of cereal. But here's the thing: it wasn't regular cereal, was it, Chad? <laughs> It was a, and it wasn't a regular bowl, was it? Let's start with the bowl. The bowl was a mixing bowl. A mixing bowl. That's what I go with. That's my go-to. And where some people are like, my favorite cereal is Cookie Crisp. Chad was like, my favorite cereal is cookies. So you would just put Hydrox Oreo cookies in a bowl, like a whole package of them. Let's not. It's not Hydrox. It's name brand Oreos. Okay. It's same shit. Okay. You dump those in a bowl, and you'd put milk in there, and you would eat them via like what do you use a fucking ladle. <laughs> No, because a ladle you'd have to dump down. You'd have to like turn it. And That's scoop. what it looks like to no, me in it's my a brain. Giant, it's a giant uh, tablespoon. And that that never like wrecked you on a level that like that's so much sugar. I couldn't sleep, <laughs> and when I laid on my side, I couldn't have my arm over my chest because it felt like my heart was being squished. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> Convicted murderer Ronnie Lee Gardner's last meal was steak, lobster tail, apple pie, vanilla ice cream, and Seven Up. Uh, wow. Yeah, he th- th- hey, throw some Seven Up in here. My stomach's a little <laughs> turt wrong from the flicker, <laughs> that from is, the flicker show. That is kind of weird. Where it's like. All of that makes sense to me, and then Seven Up, you're like, is he making a bomb? <laughs> is, he the, is he getting the fuck out of here with his Seven Up? I need, I need the husks of that lobster tail. Yeah. I need, uh, I need the pint from the ice cream, and then we shake it with the Seven Up. What if he did? <laughs> and I'll be getting all the flicker. What did shows. that guy do? Um, convicted murderer. Here's the last sentence though of this one: is he was two things that are amazing about this guy. One, he was executed by firing squad. That's awesome. 2010. In Utah, you could still pick how you wanted to be killed. And I don't know a lot about the death penalty, but he was, you could still pick, and he chose to get shot. So the firing squad, I don't know if you know this, two bullets, there's ten guys. What are you looking at me like that for? Because you just finished your guacamole <laughs> with your fork, you fucking weirdo, and you just pulled out another hot dog? You're so gross. Svelte. Lips and assholes, that's what you're made of. Um... So the they have ten people, yep. ten people with guns, mm-hmm. and then they have only two of them have bullets, and they and the people that have the they don't know. Okay. No one knows who has the bullets, so oh, everybody so they can't can sleep. Fe- at they night. can't feel like they so they're like anybody. I didn't shoot this fucking guy. Uh, he also was allowed to watch Lord of the Rings before they killed him. I didn't, a, know, I didn't know you like got the to... the longest fucking movie ever. <laughs> it's a smart pick. Can I watch Lord of the Rings and then listen to Stairway to Heaven before you kill me? <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, there's a bunch of a bunch of Saddam Hussein's was boiled chicken and rice, which bummer. 
Yeah, get out of your country, dude. Yeah, come on. Have man. some fucking pizza. You can't. Yeah, you weren't like I've you're, heard of this grilled cheese thing. You're done. What are you? What are you eating? What's your last meal? I think I have to go. Um, I mean, if I could do it this way. So if I if I you get, can do you can do any. Some of these guys are like, I'll have three cheeseburgers. No, but here's, a what, plate I, here's of what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. If I can get something that my mom makes. Yep. Yep. I'd enjoy that. Can you do yep. that? Uh, that's that was one of the things on my list. I mean, it's neither of us are on trial for murder, so yeah, we can do whatever we want. This okay. is a fictional exercise on a um, on a podcast. Sure. Well, I uh, yeah, I'd get uh, I'd get a tater tot hot dish Ooh. that my mom made. I think I'm going. I'm taking one of my mom's meals. I'm taking chicken and wild rice, and I'm sprinkling a little gouda cheese on top of it. Ooh. Uh, and then I'm going to get a broccoli and cream cheese pizza from the Green Mill in Minneapolis. And uh, and then I'm probably going to get a rodeo cheeseburger from Burger King just to go out like a piece of trash. Hmm. Those are my big three. Yeah, that is. And I am, I am regardless of you mentioning earlier, I'm probably getting some cookies and cream ice cream. Sure. Or maybe some Subway cookies. Wow, you really go <laughs> Just make them run around all over the place. Cost everybody like uh, I'd also like I would like the bones of Saddam Hussein's last <laughs> chicken. Can you go find those? Because that's what I'd like to suck on right now. So you had like a really murdery weekend because you watched the Ted Bundy thing. You went through all these things, and you also told me off air that your nephew got you a murder mystery puzzle. How does it? You get it like every month? You said. Yeah, so that's what he bought us for Christmas. You get this package that shows up at your house once a month, and it has a murder that you have to solve in it using all these clues. And uh, we're not good at it. I can tell you, we looked. They're like, you could search the internet. So my nephew Ethan, who's twenty five years old and just a real asshat, sometimes and you're like, you tell him no. He's like, well, I'm going to keep doing the thing. Yeah, so, I know Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> so. There was this, uh, in the newspaper that they give you, there was a little link to this place called Heritage Auctions. And he was like, I think that's a clue. I go, I don't think it's a clue. And so he went on the line and he found this place called Heritage Auctions. And he starts describing it. He goes, they got offices everywhere. I go, Ethan, I think that's a real auction house. And he goes, no, I'm going to call him. And he calls him. And it's this really well thought out voicemail. They have got like, a, 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 like, dial in for our directory. It's just tons of people. I'm like, do not... <laughs> Do not leave a and message. And he just keeps going. And he just, <laughs> he just sent an email and leave a message. And I swear, as we started the show, he just sent me the screenshot of his email that he got oh, back from. Oh, he sure from, did. And it just says, all it says, from Heritage Auctions, no, we are an auction house. If we can be of assistance in terms of a real-life auction, let us know. Otherwise, please leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. Now, to give you an idea, Ethan is, what do you say, 6'3", six, 6'2"? Six, I would say about 6'2". Six, 6'2", two. Six, two, uh, svelte, legit svelte, no he's, hot dogs. He's what Eric thinks he is while he's eating that hot dog. Sure. And Ethan has the face of a very attractive man or very beautiful woman. Either way. Depending on what angle you catch him Either way. Yep, if you're looking at it from the side, that's a, that's a gorgeous gal. Yeah, like if he has a hoodie on... You're just like, ooh. Yeah. And he takes it off. You're like, eh. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, look at that beautiful WNBA star yeah, over there. Exactly. Yeah. He, uh, I've, and we used to, we've done, this is something you told me off air. We've done a lot of escape rooms, he and I together, but you've done an escape room, haven't you, Chad? I went so. But, but, but have, who'd you go with? I went by myself, <laughs> which is the cockiest thing I think a person can do, where you show up and they're like, where's the, the park in the car? Just me, dude. I'm going to escape your room by myself. Did you have the option to go with other? Where were you? 
I was at my daughter's uh, figure skating competition. Okay, and I, I just and you thought you'd rather be in an escape room? <laughs> no, it was just it was in it was in between. So okay. sometimes they skate at ten in the morning and then eight at night. Okay, and I didn't have anything to do. Okay, I, I, I drove over there by myself and yep. thought, what the heck? So I went in and uh, and I made it out. And then I saw a family was coming in after me, and and they go, they kept like looking in the door for the other people, and I was like, just me. Well, I got out of there, and I'm gonna wait here to see if your whole family can get out. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can't, we're fuck. It's true escape room saw style. <laughs> we're sending in the murderers because you guys don't get to be a family anymore. Did you? You got out. I did. There re- was it a shitty one or a hard one? It was the. It was a hard one. It was they're the second, very. Yeah. They're, I remember the one we did at the Mall of America. We got halfway through it and we're like, oh, and the time ran out. We're like so close, and the guy walked in. He goes. No, you weren't that close. Like, you didn't even get to the Braille part yet. And you're like, Braille? What the fuck are you talking about? He's like, yeah, you got to guess the Braille on the books, and then that takes you into that room. And Yeah, there were three different rooms that you had to get into, and it was like a pyramid-style Indiana Jones deal. But it was pretty fun. You're a good puzzle solver, though. I like puzzles. That's kind of your thing. I like puzzles. Yeah. (laughs) Say it one more time. (laughs) I feel like I know where you're going. Yeah, how do you feel about puzzles? Here's a story. (laughs) I was going to therapy during my divorce, right? And so I go in. And in your hometown. In my hometown. And this guy, the therapist, grew up seven miles away in a neighboring town. But he went to school down in Raleigh-Durham. He went to, like, Duke or some shit, right? Oh, yeah. And so he goes, uh, I guess Duke isn't in Raleigh-Durham, but doesn't matter. It's, 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 it's somewhere in, in, in the Carolinas. And so I go in there and he goes, well, h- hello there. How are you doing? I go, I'm sorry? And he's like, so go ahead and have a seat. And I was like, hang tight, man. You grew up, I thought you grew up seven miles away. I did. I was down in Carolinas for seven years. Seven years did that to you? Are you fucking for real? You're a brain doctor. And you let your brain get fucked like that in seven years? Wait, hey, we So all his teachers were just foghorn leghorn. Uh, yeah. I'm like, I'm panicked at this point. <laughs> I waited for so long to get in. I feel like my brain is being pulled apart at this time, right? I mean, it looks like, you know how a brain looks all connected? I felt like mine looked like a loose bowl of noodles. Whereas <laughs> just there was stretched. like air within some, it was like, it felt like it was coming apart. So I, I was like, I need to fucking talk to somebody. So I go in and I tell him all, everything that's going on. He goes, sounds like you're... Stuck between a rock and a hard place. He said, I can't remember. He said one more thing, and he goes, devil in the deep blue sea. And I said, am I crying, and you're doing bumper stickers to me? That's what I said to him. I go, are you really, are you really speaking in bumper sticker to me? I'm fucking, can you not see my face? Tears, bruh. I love you. But the idea of you in your roughest moments having some guy there being like, well, I... Tell you what, you know, you you want the bull, you better be prepared to take on the horse, yes. fella. I couldn't believe it. So I'm, I was like, I bared my fucking soul to this guy, and he comes back with, honk if you love Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's absurd. So so then he finally, I'm just like, I don't think this is going to work. Uh, no way. And he goes, feel like uh, a lot of times you think you're the smartest person in the room, Chad. Is that right? And I go, right now, 100%. Because <laughs> I like can come up with my own thoughts. I don't just have a spank bank for bumper stickers. And so he goes, uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have you take a test. And I was like, all right. I figured it was a personality test. Well, the closest one was down here. And I actually told in you the about In the Twin it. Cities, yeah. Yeah, in, in the Minneapolis area. Uh, I was at Acme. Mm-hmm. I got drunk the night before I took this test because yep. I was like, whatever. The Vikings weren't playing. 
They had a buy that week. So I went down to this public library that was open on a Sunday to give this test, right? And to, it, to, to, to get this a, test. A personality test is a pretty generous description of it's, what it was. But it's not. Okay. I thought it was. And then we're going around the room. I go, hey, go, I just walk in. I go, is this where the test is? And they're like, yep. So I go, all right, I'll, I have to come in and take this. And we're going on a room, and everybody's like, oh, I'm just trying to get a scholarship to this school. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Is a Mensa test. <laughs> so he wanted to prove to me that I wasn't as smart as I thought I was. Well, I take this test, and I'm real good at puzzles, so I pass the fucking thing. Now I'm in Mensa for no reason. <laughs> I'm in Mensa for no reason. You're in Mensa for a reason, because you've mentioned it to me casually enough and you know how competitive we are, and it drives well, me. I know. I just say that to you because I know you'd I'm, never pass it. I'm, okay, first of all, I will take it and I will pass it. Keep going. Okay, that could be another episode. Okay. Uh, so I get this letter that says I passed the test, and I bring it into my next appointment and throw it on the desk, and I go, What now, dipshit? <laughs> now what do we do? And he opens it up and looks at it, and he goes, I don't think this is going to work. I go, Yeah, no shit, man. <laughs> well, it's. We sure are. We found ourselves up a river without any paddles, haven't we, Chad? Just fucking fella? Leave it. shit happens. <laughs> what a uh, yeah. So yes, I like puzzles. <laughs> I I like uh, that's. Oh, I, I want to say one more thing about Mensa. Yeah, Mensa, in my opinion, is a group that just uh, is like they jerk each other off a lot. It's like a lot of p- patting on the back. They um, they take your membership dues. Mm-hmm. I think that's like their main thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a, uh, every year they have a thing where new board games come out. Okay. And so you get to go there and you get to play these new board games. That sounds fucking amazing. Sounds fun until you realize what you're dealing with. Bunch of people are like, you can't move the chess block. You can't. Yeah. No. It's just a lot of monotone. This is, this is freckle bop. There's no <laughs> yeah. left turns in freckle bop. <laughs> right. Yeah. It just actually, there's a line on the floor that says spectrum. <laughs> and you have to go to where you are on the line and sit at that table and play that game. That's pretty. I know I'm on the spectrum somewhere, but I, you scored a burp. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're playing shingle cow. <laughs> how was the how was the the figure skating thing? That sounds fun. Figure skating. I mean, I know you love your kids. But. <laughs> figure skating is interesting, right? Because it's all these girls in sequin dresses. Everybody like their hair is done better than it's ever been done. It's like sparkly makeup, all that shit, right? Ugh. Then they, then they play this music, and it's, it's so graceful. If you're doing it right, the lines that you have with your arms, everything, so graceful. There's always, like, violin music and shit. And then you go downstairs where the moms hang out, and fuck you. It gets <laughs> intense, man. It gets, it's like everyone is, like, storming around. The results aren't up yet! Like, walking around, g- going to the coffee line. You're like, you're done with coffee today? By the way, that lady sounds like she has cookies and cream tits. <laughs> For sure. Where are the results? <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, it just gets very intense down there. And there's, like, four dads. Three of them look super nervous. And then I'm just doing uh, skating spins off in the corner to prove not that hard. I'm a natural athlete. Uh, so, so I'm doing that stuff, but it gets, it does get very, very intense. And then I don't understand the judging because if you see, like you're watching a football game, right? They have 10 different angles of cameras. They know if you made it across the line, it's very simple. Did you, you get the points. Did you not, you don't get the points, right? But in skating, it's all opinion based, right? So if a girl does like a, a single sow cow, but kind of comes out of it, but doesn't fall, 
Okay. Is that worth more points than a girl who's doing a double sow cow that falls and gets right back up? Because that's a harder jump. I don't know. I also do not know the and answer. And I'm never to that. gonna I'm never ever going to learn because then I'll get mad at the judges. <laughs> like right now, I'm just like, I get yep, probably. I see the scores. <laughs> my my daughter will come back. She goes, I got third, should have got second. I'm like, yep, third is right. <laughs> it's the only time I've ever sided with authority because I don't have any fucking idea. How is are the ma is it a lot like in basketball? I remember when I was coaching basketball, my first time I was like 19 years old, and I'm coaching uh, an assistant on a varsity game in Orono, Minnesota. And the same night, a 10th grader was starting his first ever game. Okay. And I was sitting next to him on the on in the stands waiting for the JV game to get done. And his dad came and sat down next to him. Might have been the same therapist because he was in Minnesota and <laughs> he talked like this. And he sat down and he put his hand on his kid's knee and he goes, I'm going to need 10 rebounds out you tonight. Slapped his knee and walked away. And I, I he as he walked away, I just looked at the kid and I was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, man. Because my dad didn't do that shit. My dad, like, if it was an away game, and my dad loves me and he supports me, but yep. if it was an away game, he's like, I'm not driving to Laverne. Just fucking <laughs> oh, tell th- me about it. <laughs> I thought you meant my dad would never do that, like, slap me on the knee. He wouldn't even come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, oh, no. that's hilarious. My dad stole my identity. <laughs> <laughs> But we don't have to talk about that right now. It doesn't. We can get stuff. into that someday. But your da- that's not a joke. Your dad did steal your yeah, identity. I, I, I was that's just that's for that's for I, another thing. I, I, I like bringing that up. But I think this this it's dad not a contest. This dad that slaps the knee, who's like, I need ten rebounds out of you. That's not. You don't give a number. Yeah. You say, hey, box out, or whatever. But what I've noticed that's different between fathers and sons in sports and mothers and daughters yeah. is guilt. Oh, there's a lot of there's a lot of girls pleading to their mothers in this little waiting area and the mom's looking straight ahead and not giving them the attention because they didn't do whatever they were supposed to do. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Sounds very Eastern. It's very fun where it's just like you're looking at the moms. You're like, your kid's talking to you because you hear, mom, mom, mom. And finally I go, hey, mom. (laughs) I'm not even a mom. And I'm like, my mom's sirens are going off. Can you fucking turn your head to the left, please? I don't want to have to hear mom the whole because it's all I'm telling you, and, and you know what? And I'm not saying dads don't go because they don't like it because it's not fun. They stay up in their seats. They don't go down to the waiting area. Yeah. And I didn't know that. I'm not like I, I didn't know that. Well, it's why it's why dads beat their kids and moms just mentally ruin them slowly over the course of 18 years so they can't have functional relationships. I've always said, I've always said this about the remember the thanks mom campaign on the Winter Olympics, yeah. where like the hockey players would skate to the boards and go, thanks mom, and skate away. <laughs> Never a fucking thanks dad. Not one time. And they'd show the kids, the little figure skaters over in Norway holding hands with their mom, right? And they would just say, thanks mom, across the screen. They never showed one video of the dad because you know it would just be sad as shit. Some guy like, I had to pick up extra shifts at the factory so my family could go to Norway without me. <laughs> just going to be in here breathing dust. wonder if there's clean air in Norway. <laughs> Saddest thing you've ever heard. Because moms, right? Moms are the lovers. Yep. They're like, you fall down on a ski jump, moms are like, come here, I'll warm you up and get you some soup. And then uh, that's how you make a silver medalist. The dad's fingers are just falling off like, I paid for that suit. Well, the dad is like, get your fucking ass back up there, right? That's how you make a gold medalist. Yeah. You need both. That's how you make, actually, that's how you make a gold medalist and someone that flinches when a car door shuts. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? I've started seeing that on the streets lately where a car door will slam and somebody will be like, Ugh! and the like shoulders will shrug. 
It's like, are you a fucking rescue? Yeah, that. <laughs> what are you so nervous about, man? That's a good analogy for kids who played who played youth sports and had intense dads. Like once they get into the world, they're like, you have to convince them. Like, no, it's okay, buddy. Yes. You can come out from under the table. <laughs> they're rescues. Yeah, they're like, no rescues. one's gonna yell at you here. Yeah. <laughs> this is a new place. You tried, man, and we just wanted you to try. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna need ten rebounds after you tonight. Oh fuck! I got it. Just pleading with somebody under the hoop. I only got nine, man. My dad's here. <laughs> <laughs> A long ride home. He doesn't let me take the bus if I don't get ten rebounds and we don't get to stop and eat. It's crazy. Dads are the fucking worst. Did you when it comes to ruining? I mean, it's different. You're right though. It's like physical versus emotional. Yeah, right. They and and kids who have been really fucked up by their dads. They do this amazing thing where when they do something great or something terrible during an athletic event, they immediately find their dad in the crowd like, am I okay? They, and that, Yeah, to get the look of approval yeah. or the look of like, oh shit. Right? Yeah. It's, it's like... It's, like, I better, I better hunch because he's going to beat me later. It, yeah, it's constantly looking over as if your dad just walked in from work and you didn't know what report he was going to get from your mom. Yeah. <laughs> it's always that look, that side-eye look, like, what the fuck's going on over there? <laughs> right? You see him like... You see him slam his coat down. You're like, to my room. Okay. <laughs> Fucking run to your room as fast as you can. Da- um, let me ask you this. Are yeah. you going to be a dad? Yeah. Yes, I want to be a dad. Very much so. Okay. I think I'll be pretty good at it. I think you'd be a fun dad. I think so. Uh, we are, Jenna and I are, she doesn't want to have a baby come out of her. And I have to respect that. Yeah, you do. Um, because I also wouldn't want a baby to come out of me. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Can I, how come? She, I, I think she's just nervous about what it's going to do to her body, and not from a selfish ego vanity standpoint, but just, you know, there's a lot of awful shit that well, happens during pregnancy, yeah. and, and I, she doesn't want to, like, I want my body to be great forever. It's just she doesn't want to experience all that shit, and I, it's... I, I get it. I certainly can't tell her to. Yeah. Uh, she's slow. Like, she knows that I would l- like to have a biological child, but it's not the end all for me. I come from an adoptive family. We have four adoptions right. in my family. But I. Uh, I wouldn't like to see a little kid just walking around with a fucking duffel bag full of berries, though. <laughs> hey, my back's not doing great. You got to carry <laughs> daddy's berries. I wouldn't mind you branching out <laughs> to a different genetic pool. <laughs> well, that's what we're going to do. But I, I, I want a baby. I, like, I want a kid now. And the problem with adoption is that's not how it works. You can't. They, <laughs> right. They're not just like you seem nice. Yeah. Here's your kid. So we've been working with an agency, and my question is always like, like, well, how do I get one the fastest? Which I don't think is the right. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> I think every time we leave, they're like, Jenna's great, but I think that guy's got a plan, man. You walk in with a coat that says Size Circus. <laughs> how do I get one immediately? And can it flip? Where's it from? Can it flip? So we were told recently that our best and quicked, quickest method, given uh, all the stuff that we've gone through in the application process, the place that we match with the best is Jamaica. Okay. And I got very excited because I was like, yes, a baby. Let's get us a child. And then I realized that my favorite movie of all time is Cool Runnings. And I don't know that you get to have both. Yeah, uh-uh. <laughs> I don't—I don't— This is, this is don't, already off the rails. I don't think that you get to have a Jamaican child and also let people know that you loved Cool Runnings. And, I, and here's the thing. Too many people know I loved— I, I'm worried I'll have people coming up to me like, What's his name? 
Be like, it's Devin. They're like, no, is it Sanka? Did you name him Sanka? I'm like, it's not Sanka. His birth name is Devin. We, na- it's it's Devin. He's just like fucking testing my baby and shit. Like, <laughs> look in my eyes, baby. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Just waiting for my baby to be like, get out up. It's bobsled time. I fucking knew it, man. And I said, you certainly like. They're like, would you want siblings? No, because people are gonna be like, you can't. Everybody wants a sequel, man, but you can't do it yourself. <laughs> so I, I think the downside is I like, I like Jamaica and I like Jamaican culture. I like Jimmy Cliff is one of my favorite musicians of all time. I'll also say you love pictures of pineapples. I do. And those colors are green, yellow, and black. That's exactly That's right. That's Jamaican. That's exactly right. So I don't, like, I want the kid, but I'm really worried. I'm like the guy who'd be like, Jamaican me a baby and put a sign up. And no one's going to let me get away from that shit. No, not, not today. Not ever. If you, yeah, if you yelled like, come on, Devin, Jamaican me crazy. I mean, I guarantee you would say some shit like that. Yeah, but like in our house. But then he'd get old enough to be like, my dad's always like Jamaican me crazy. And then a teacher would probably report me. And then Jenna just like stab herself. Yeah. I'd, oh, she would, Jenna would not survive the relationship between Cy and said Jamaican toddler. Like she, she wouldn't, she would, she would go through too much. If she thinks childbirth is going to do something to her body, just wait till what she would do to her body after hanging out with you and a Jamaican baby. It would be time. It would be done. Just every time we get in the car, some people say, you know, they can't believe oh, Jenna just drives it off a bridge. <laughs> every time she goes into home Depot, there's somebody that has the, the, the cart guy, yeah. the welcome guy is like, okay, This is her. No stools or rope. (laughs) Keep an eye on this one. But I, the other stuff is, it's all expensive. I, you know, surrogacy is really, really expensive. And we kind of want to convince one of my sisters to be a surrogate. Interesting. She's she's young and she's already plopped out four. What the fuck's, what's a fifth, man? And, uh, but I think a fifth baby actually has to hang on inside <laughs> so it doesn't fall out, doesn't it? Like just hanging, yeah, on just got a stallone of yeah, a fistful of ovaries. You're a real piece of work, you're a real piece of shit. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't know. We're gonna, we're working on it. That's exciting though. Yeah, I like to think it don't is. Don't you have to be, don't you have to have the marriage license before they'll give you an adopted kid? No, technically, you know, I can adopt because we're getting married and it's just taken a while. Uh, but I can adopt the child as an individual. And then once the child is in the United States under my custody, she can adopt the child. You can adopt as an individual? Yeah. Interesting. Can, not all countries. A lot of countries have really strict rules, you okay. know. Uh, but some countries you can adopt as an individual. Sure. And then when it gets here, just like if you married a divorcee with a couple of kids, you'd be like, well, I want to be their dad. Ooh, uh-uh. Yeah, but I mean, you could. Yeah, this is made up. You could, yeah. It's super made up. Do you think, like, are you... Also, let me, before we start, because I know you're going about to ask, ask me a question. <laughs> Do you think it's interesting that adoption and abortion are just two letters apart? Am I not allowed to say that? I don't think it's interesting. You don't think it's interesting? Those are two pretty different choices. Yeah, that's fair. It is interesting. And they're really, truly just two letters apart. Yeah, what is it? The the B and the R? The B and the R, yeah. The B and and the P. The D and the P. Oh, when you put the D and the P, (laughs) it's time to adopt. (laughs) D and the P. And then then B and the R, but what's the R? Is there any way we can make this? What's the B? Well, I think you know what the B is. I don't. It's your big old cookies and cream tits. <laughs> oh, I didn't know we were allowed to use adjectives during this exercise. We are absolutely allowed to use right. them. Uh, so you, there's, you had a vasectomy, so you can't have any more I did. kids. What if, is there any part of you that's like, ah, what if, what if it squeaks out? Because sometimes the vasectomies don't take. 
Well, I don't want to freak you out. I've been doing this cool thing where I got a vasectomy and then also don't have sex, which cool. helps. Cool, 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 cool. That helps cool, quite cool, a bit. Cool, 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 cool. So when you say, is one going to squeak out? <laughs> Good thing my sock doesn't have any eggs. <laughs> You guys look at me so weird. Eric's like shaking his head at me. Fuck you, raw hot dog. Yeah. No I, chance, I, dude. I understand. That's what people do. They masturbate in socks. I masturbate in socks. I get it. I understand. I, got I don't. I can't believe we just got him to admit it. I told you off air, Eric. <laughs> I was going to get him to admit he jerks off into socks, and it happened. Mm. Where do we win? What do I get? No one who's a fan of yours believes that. The, you can't go a singular stand-up show without addressing either A, masturbating in not socks, true. or B, fingering something. Nah, okay, that one's true, <laughs> but not the first one. Not the first one. First time I fingered somebody, I was looking at the dad just rustling around in a paper bag. And then as soon as he looked away, bleep, got it. What? <laughs> I'm just talking about a dumb hot dog thing. I know, okay, it took me, I was in a different place. I was like, wait, you were... <laughs> What yeah, you you're, still, you're still in dad mode. This better not be my adopted kid. It better not be. No, it never would be. It shouldn't be. No, never. That would be disgusting. Yes. Yep, and I agree. Let's stop talking about it, please. What? You heard a bunch of kids complaining this weekend. Oh, I just like... So, I, I am getting to the point in my life, I'm old enough now, where uh, stuff doesn't really... It just doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. So, when somebody goes... Like in New York, right? Everyone moves to New York, and I don't understand it because have you ever talked to someone that lives in New York? Yeah. It's like talking to fucking Snuffleupagus and Eeyore at the same time. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Hanging in there. <laughs> Just looking forward to summertime. It's like, move, you <laughs> dumb fuck. They'll pay you to move to Oklahoma. They will. There's probably like a government grant you get for living in Oklahoma. Oh, but, yeah. But you're going to have to make your own falafel. But fuck. I mean, well, don't. Don't butt fuck in Oklahoma, because for sure that's still illegal. I was just going to say you have to be like, come on down. <laughs> we'll pay you $80 a week. Understand, no putting your penis anywhere that we have pre-disapproved. Isn't it strange it's called uh, sodomy? Like, it's a, like <laughs> you get two men that have been in love for 30 years. The first day they met, they knew, right? Yeah. They have a family now. They have a home. They've made a life for themselves. They put their kids to bed. They come down on the couch. They hold hands. Right when they start to hold hands, their souls, after 30 years, still melt into one another. And then they go in the bedroom. Sodomy! What a fucking weird place we live. Isn't that strange? That's crazy. I feel fucking cracked out because I ate, I ate this week. <laughs> I ate right before I got here, and it's giving me all... I'm sorry I'm blabbing. No, it's good. But I just... It blows my mind where if, like, if I went in... If I was in love with a woman and went into a bedroom and was going to, like, you know, make that love phys a physical act, yeah. and there was some weird name that had a, a shit connotation to it... Like a biblical connotation. Yeah. Like a negative biblical connotation, yeah. It's so strange to think that. Sad to me. Well, and it's funny that they were like, let's pick the worst, like, because Sodom, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Yep. And, and it was like a, a place for sin. So it wasn't even an act. They were like, it'd be like if, you know, one time when Chad was 19, like, he fingered one of his cousins. And we, from now on, we called, <laughs> <laughs> we called fingering your cousin a Los Angeles, you know? 
<laughs> it's just it's just weird how they're like, let's take the the worst town and let's name it. Let's name this act after. Yeah, it. and it's not even the worst sin. I mean, yeah. it's not even like a sin. It's not a sin. Right. So it's let like let alone. The, but I, but I'm I'm talking about like biblically. We call right? uh, yeah. Like we we it's, having sex out of wedlock is you, considered a sin. You in the kill Bible. someone that is murder. You have sex with them against their will. That is rape. And if you make uh, appropriate love to them in their backside because you are a similar gender. Sodomy. 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 They just get you, right? Well, hey, now, sodomy is the worst place you can live. So, what are we going to, uh, what, what sin are we going to put it on? How about, hold on now, if we, let's say somebody slits a throat and pulls the tongue out, makes it look like a necktie. <laughs> Not enough. Ain't enough. All right, hold on now. Let's say it gets get cold in some places. I don't know if yep. you know. It gets cold yep. up north. So let's say that, uh, you know, you get in a fight, hit somebody, they fall down, hit their head. Is that enough? Nope. So we bring them out in the country. We drill a hole in the lake. Then we cut them up. Yeah. Cut them up and put them in duffel bags along with berries because berries sink. <laughs> <laughs> then we, we let the ice freeze over and yeah. don't nobody know about it. Yeah. How about that? Is that a sodomy? Uh-uh. Hey. Let me ask you this one. Yeah. Tie a fella's penis to the end of a fast horse. Okay. Give the horse a yeehaw, giddy up. Horse rips his dick off. He bleeds out his penis hole in front of his family. What you think then? That a sodomy? I don't think it is. However, however, if that horse takes a corner, <laughs> if that horse turns too quickly to the left or the right, <laughs> and that penis ends up in the man's anus, Sodomy! God damn it! Sodomy! Burn him to the ground! Burn him to the ground! Burn this motherfucker <laughs> to the ground! Oh my god. All right. Uh, I have had a ton of fun. I have to go. Hey, should we end the show with telling each other we love each other? No. All right. I love you. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.